like it's recording. Right, the sound waves. So like stop, go flat, and then I can see. Hello. Yeah, you can hear some noise there. All right, so here we are. Uh, it's called Drinks in a Place with some people. <laughs> I, guess. I like it, I dig it. <laughs> and this is Brandon Gutierrez, a uh, very good friend of mine. Brandon, go ahead and you can introduce yourself, man. Tell people about yourself. And For sure, man. My name is Brandon Gutierrez, born and raised in Plainview, Texas. Uh, I work out at the D.C., Walmart, D.C. with Gonzalo, Blue Collar. Man, I like baseball. That's really what I like to do. I like to think outside the box, man. You'll hear that later in the podcast. I have my own way of thinking. Uh, I question a lot of things. I like to dig into stuff. Man, I like, I'm just chill, man. I just chill. I don't really like overstress about things. I kind of just laid back, man. I got a little, yeah, I got a little boy. I have, I have a wife. Her name is Katie. My little boy's named Maddox. Named, after, named him after my favorite, one of my favorite baseball players, Greg Maddox. Um, man, I just go with I'm the flow, bro. No, see the funny the funny thing about that is, see, Ken Griffey Jr. is my favorite baseball player of all time, of all time. Love that dude. My wife's brother is named Kenneth, oh, so I, I didn't I didn't want to name him after I didn't want him to think we named, which is not you know I'm not trying to like say anything, but like I don't want to name my son. I didn't want to name my son after anybody I knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sure. then uh, I wanted to name him after I wanted to like well. And then uh, my best, one of my best friends is named Dustin. And then I wanted to name my son Dustin Pedroia, which is my favorite Red Sox player. Yeah. Couldn't name him that. And then uh, didn't want to name him David Ortiz because my dad's name is David. David yeah. I was like, well, all right. Well, let's go with Greg Maddox because I like Greg Maddox too. Nobody so, has that name. Nobody got that name that I know of anyway. So we named him that and stuff like that, man. God damn you, Kenneth. If you wouldn't have that name. It would have been named Ken. Right. Hey, man, I want to say I appreciate this devil's backbone here. Belgian-style triple. Uh, so, you know, I want to talk about a little bit about the beer culture here in West Texas and how I think so it's starting to shift. Yeah, so, I just grabbed this one. I'm not going to lie. I just grabbed this one from Walmart. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know what they call it, but it's it's called the Devil's Backbone. Devil's Backbone is brewed by the Real Ale Brewing Company out of Blanco, Texas. You can get all the information really off the can. Uh, it's a Belgian-style triple. What does that mean? Belgian so, like, style. usually Belgian-style beers are more of, like, um, they're light beers. They're light in color, stuff like that. They're brewed with, with hops. They have a little bit of, like, a citrus taste, a little bit more of a... So, like, the Blue Moon? Like, a Blue Moon is, like, a... Like, what is a Blue Moon? It has a citrusy taste. It has a citrusy taste. It's more like an IPA. Usually IPAs have, like, a, a citrusy taste. They're a little bit more sour, a little bit more bitter. This 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 uh, Belgian style beer is, is really good, man. I really like it. Walmart's been coming around with the with the uh, with the craft beers. So, like, if you're a beer connoisseur, if you like to try different beers, microbrew, all that stuff, that's your thing. Um, follow my boy, and it's I call it Brandon Beers. <laughs> I like to say it in the New Jersey accent, even though it's probably the worst accent out there. From I'm I'm saying like the way I say it, it's not the best. It's a horrible. Jersey interpretation. Yeah, it's it's really horrible. <laughs> but I'd like to say this is Brandon Beers. Brandon Beers one. Brandon Beers one is but my Brandon Inst- Beers one on Instagram. He's gonna give you all the reviews on whatever beers he tries. Uh, the best ones to pair with this and that, which right. is a whole bunch of them. 
So if that's your thing, and that's and that's what you like, give him a follow. Go ahead, um, and he'll he's gonna he's gonna learn you some stuff about some different yeah. beers out there. Which there's a shitload of beers. If you're a beer drinker like me, you want to try different things. There it is, Brandon Beers One. One. And um, he's he's gonna show you the way, man. He's gonna show you the way. Yeah. Um, I know a lot. I hear usually, you know, people that I drink, it's Michelob, and it's they hate my Bud Light. They fucking hate it. I think it's a good beer. It's not if you're trying to try. It's like, not a good beer, bro. <laughs> every, it's me and Post Malone, like Bud Light. Like, yeah. Only two. <laughs> but there's, I mean, there's so many different ones, right? There's like so many different beers out there. There's thousands and millions. There's probably millions of beers out there, bro. Shit ton of beers, dude. And I, I like a lot of them, honestly. I'm like a universal drinker, honestly. There you go. You know, I, I'm willing to try whatever. I, I really don't care. You know, I'm. I know there's different ones for different pairings, whatever. And free beer is a free beer. Don't ever. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be one of those. My rude brother people. told me one time he was at a. Oh no, at his job. The 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 boss came out. This is at your job, right? Right. You should just be grateful that the boss is giving you a fucking beer at your job. He came. He comes out and he gives them. I think it's Miklo. And he's like here. You know, y'all did a good job today. Fucking have a beer, which would be fucking awesome. If oh man, that'd be badass. I'd be fucking happy as fuck. And my brother's like, hell yeah, I'm gonna turn down a fucking free beer. Right. Drinks it. And one of the guys home drinks like microbrew shit, right? Like a specialized beer. Or whatever. <laughs> He's like, I don't drink swill. I'm like, dude, it's a fucking free beer. All right. Right. Come on now. Like, well, give me here, baby. <laughs> I'll drink that shit. Calm down. I'll drink that fucking Yeah. Beer. I'm never going to be that fucking guy. No, 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 no. I'm no, no. fucking beer. There's no fucking way. Give me a beer, I'm going to drink that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, But you have to be... There's a lot of people that are that are opposite in where they're like, oh, like, I only drink just domestic Bud Light, Budweiser, Coors, and don't give me none of that microbrewery shit. Or, they don't like, yeah, nothing different. Yeah, there's both sides. There's always both sides. There's always both sides. You you gotta try the new beers, man. You gotta try these craft beers. There, it's fun. It's fun to go out and you know look for different things and stuff that you've never tried and stuff like that. What got you into that? Like trying different beers. Like well, what got you into the microbrew and just stuff like that? Distilleries, yeah, you know, all that. It came with um, not really being much of a drinker or partier anymore. I still wanted to enjoy beer, but like. I didn't really have the urge to be drunk, you know. So I on didn't, a different I, level. Yeah, I didn't need to drink a thirty pack or whatever anymore, you know. I didn't but that's unique. Yeah. What I, what I mean is, like, most people aren't. I guess they don't. They don't have a hobby, right? Right. And, and they're not trying to find a different outlet in one way or the other. They're not just trying to analyze something that they're enjoying. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you drinking different beers and saying, "Okay, this is from this house or whatever," which I think has more cologne. But um, beers are this from this distillery. This is what they do here. This is what's involved in this process. A lot of people don't do that. They don't. Right. They don't analyze the things that they're. Yeah, they into. don't like research. Yeah. So what got you into that? Like, what got you into wanting to know? What goes into this beer? Yeah. That beer? It all just came with starting. So I started, everybody has their starter beer. That's what we say in the craft beer community. You have your starter beer. So I started with Shinerbach. 
which is a lot of people's starter I, you into the craft. To me, and Samuel Adams. A, a lot of starter beers are like Budweiser. Yeah, that's, that's your starter beer to start drinking. <laughs> but in the craft community, to start drinking craft beer, you kind of go with... Specialized beer. Specialized, a beer that you see a lot. Yeah. Since we're in Texas, Shiner is popular, popular here. Where did they come out from? Uh, you, now, tell me the story behind that. When well, you, what you told me the other day was like, uh, what is the name of that? Spotzel. Spotzel Brewery. It's in Shiner, Texas. Some people think that the brewery or the brand is, is Shiner. That's actually just the name of the beer. So the Spotzel Brewery is the actual brewery. It's located in Shiner, Texas. And so you have Shiner Bach, which the Bach is the style of beer. Bach is a little bit darker style of beer. You also have Shiner Lydell. You have Shiner, I bought Shiner Odale. It's a Mexican style beer. You got Shiner Black. You have different styles of Shiner. Shiner's not a beer. It's just the town yeah. that's what well, it's in. That's weird that we have such a, um, a German community here. Yeah, not oh yeah. In Texas. In Texas, definitely. But in Mexico as well. Yeah. Because a lot, a lot of the uh, Mexican beer have a German heritage to right. it, or you know, a lot of it came from that. Yeah, that's why a lot of people do like Mexican beers because it has that. German yeah, beer. well, German beers are are mostly um, light, light beers. Yeah, the most popular ones anyway, and uh, all Mexican beers are are L's, really. So you have like Modelo. You have Dos Equis, or you have loggers, uh, like Budweiser, Anheim is a lager, you know, things like that. It's, it's, all, it's all the same, and it comes from Germany. Germany is the old, Germany has the oldest brewery in, in the world. They, they made beer, you know, so. But yeah, so like, yeah, from day one, you know. So once I started drinking craft beer, I kind of was like, well, I want to really get into it. I want to really kind of make this my thing. I'm not drinking to get drunk anymore. I have like one beer a day or maybe I have like three beers a week you know because craft beer is not something you really get drunk off of it's nine dollars for like a six pack you know yeah. the shiner I bought the other day is ten bucks you don't put those down it's like, more like wine, I think, right? yeah it's, it's kind of like a wine type deal or maybe you're specializing in different liquors you know you, you don't you're not just buying Jack Daniels anymore now you're buying different things that may be a little bit more expensive and that you sip Happy on yeah you're not you're not taking shots or you're not chugging out of the bottle you know so I, I research craft beer, and then I when I when I post on my Instagram, I, I like to research who the brewery is. I like to research what style it is, and also your pairings. When you when you get into stuff like that, you start to like really enjoy your beer because like when you get uh, let's say like a Mexican style like the Orale, obviously that's going to be paired with Mexican food, tacos, uh, enchilada, you know anything that that Hispanics eat. That and then you'll realize when you eat that and you drink that together, you're like, damn, that's really good. Just goes well, goes better together. Yeah, it pairs, and it's it's science. Food is science. You know, you have this spice, this spice, this spice that, you know, that hit certain taste buds together, and then this one pairs with this, and then this and that. You know, so that that's that. You know, and or you get like a burger, and you pair. You don't you don't drink a burger with like a Mexican beer. Eat a burger with like an ale, so like you. I drink it with a goddamn natural light. Well, natural light is an ale, so it would pair with the burger. Oh, thank God. So it it would pair with it. pair with the burger, See, or you eat a steak. Yeah. That a burger goes with goddamn natural. Yeah. Light. 
and you know, all y'all are gonna hate me for this, but when you're goddamn 60 years old, you're gonna be drinking natural light. I don't even know why you're judging me right now. <laughs> but my tongue dude, No, when I'm 60, doing? I'm gonna be drinking some badass shit because maybe I'll be retiring and have more money. You're gonna be drinking that Patton Van Winkle, that fucking hard to find liquor. But yeah, so that's where I kind of got into it, man, and I like it. And I think I see the uh, the um, craft beer culture kind of shifting in West Texas. There's more breweries in Lubbock. We have one coming here, and tell, we have one in Plainview. See, I don't I don't know the name or anything like that. I just read it in the paper. So a guy is opening a microbrewery in downtown Plainview. You know, over there where the courthouse and stuff like that is. It's right next to the Salvation Army. It's going to be a microbrewery. He's going to brew his own beer, and uh, he's also going to serve food. So it'll be a like you know it'll be a microbrewery. You'd be able to go in there, you drink, eat, and uh, I think what I want to get across so people will kind of go and be excited for it, um, we can have like a different culture of people there. Breweries are not bars. They're, they aren't bars. I've never been to a brewery where I'm like uncomfortable or there's fights or anything like that. The brewery community and the brewery culture is always paired with bars for some reason. But it's not. There's no liquor, okay, stuff like that. They only sell their their product, you know. And, and it, the prices are marked up, so people can't buy a lot of it. And it's family friendly. There's usually uh, like activities outside, yeah. music. Uh, there's food. Nobody's acting a fool. I've never been to a brewery where people are acting. I acting think alcohol a fool. itself comes with its own stigma. Oh yeah, and yeah. it would be nice to get away from that, just because alcohol sells itself brings a lot of revenue into a town and that would be great for this community yeah i think me that's how i feel like it would be great to grow and, and we are growing we are little by little but that would definitely help that would definitely help our downtown area because most breweries that i've been to are located in a heavily like um traffic places yeah so our downtown area um i've been to breweries in all city a lot of cities and they're always in downtown, like a downtown place where there's a lot of people, stuff like that. So downtown is a definitely good spot for our first ever brewery. And I hope people don't associate it with not not that it's wrong with going to the bar or whatever, but I want people of of all like parts of Plainview can go and experience what it's like That's to how be. Austin grew, right? Austin yeah, and kind of sort of the same way because they're they're known for their microbrewery. Oh, there's a shitload of breweries and in Austin. their live music, and it's kind of yeah. just exploded over they, there. Yeah. So that's definitely helped them. Is that something that you see yourself getting into? Like, do you see yourself getting into, like, brewing your own stuff? Man, I would like to. They have uh, self-brewing kits and stuff like that, and I, I researched how to brew your own beer, and I, I think I could do it. I just need the resources and stuff like that, but maybe I could... Um, I was thinking that maybe I can go to the guy who's actually um, going to start the brewery and maybe pitch some ideas for some beers that maybe he could brew. An another thing would be what they do a lot, I think I heard of, is they have apprentices as well, right? Yeah. A brew, like to become a brewmaster. A brewmaster. Like they do. So they kind of take you in and they show you the ropes of how to yeah. do this and that. That would, that would be pretty cool. Maybe I'd go up there because I don't really know of anybody that's... And I, I could be completely wrong, but I don't know any of, it, of anybody here in Plainview, and I haven't met anybody that does that knows as much as the craft beer that maybe I do, yeah, or is into it at least as much as I am. It's just not. I don't think it's, it's talked about a lot. Yeah, because not even a lot of people like the article. 
you know, I liked it. I commented on it, and not really, nobody really said anything, you know. Yeah, I saw it, and, and I liked it, and I just thought it was it would be. I, I'm all for our community going in different directions, growing whatever, yeah. know, whatever which way we can. Whether it be alcohol sales, whether it be real estate, whether it be different restaurants, I'm all for it. I'm cool. Oh yeah, I like that man because. I think where I feel like where we're at, we're in the center of all these little towns, and we're in a perfect place to do things like that. We can be a hub of our own. Yeah, we may not be as big as Lubbock, but we can be a hub for like Hell Center, Lockney, Olton, Floydata, Floydata, Crest, Tulia. We can kind of be our own hub where people come, and people do, but maybe more people will come if we have more of a diversity of restaurants. More diversity of places to get drinks, nightlife, uh, nightlife entertainment. I'm 100 percent for that, man. I, I, places to shop. That. Yeah, and I love that. And it's just really people getting outside of their comfort zone, right? And trying to do things that we've never done. And it's be it's all about being informed, right? Communicating yep. with each other and learning this to that. So I think it would be cool, man. I think if you did that and you decide that's the direction you decided to go in, that would be 100 percent dope. And then it's something that would fall, I think, in what you like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll probably be there on the first day it opens. Check it out. I'll definitely share it. You know, I don't know the guy. I don't know who he is. He doesn't know me. But if it's a good brewery, I'll share it. And I'll try to get as much business in it as yeah. it can. Because I, I want it to stick around. It yeah, could be a place that I go to. You know, I, I can be a regular there. I can really, really enjoy it. Because I've always wanted a brewery here in Plainview. I felt like we had the spots the community and, and kind of i think people kind of will be open to it hopefully yeah. hopefully nobody goes in there and you know just trashes it on facebook you know, because they, they don't know with, uh, they did that with uh dos Hefes at first when it first opened right they completely shitted on it right and this is not to put anybody down whatever i mean y'all y'all did that to yourselves when y'all did it they those heifers open and they 100% shitted on that place and I was like look dude it's a brand new fucking restaurant they're just trying to get things going and they need some time they need some time to get the, to get everything that they're trying to do together right everything right. is new the process is new give them some time and they're like oh no their food fucking sucks Listen, we're so quick to bash each other dude. we're so quick to fucking put each other down and then now look at them yeah, you know, a lot of people like going there. Man. A lot of people like going there. They're having the live open mic night every Thursday. The parking lot's full. I I, I just want to I just want people to support local businesses. We should because we should want each other to succeed. What that means for us is that we're going to be here for the long haul in our community. Right. That we're going to be uh, we can sustain ourselves. Right. Right. Money's going to keep coming into the place where we live and keep us here for the long haul. That's what it means, right? I don't understand why people just automatically want to shit on this place, on that place. Yeah, if, if you don't like it, just don't like it. Yeah, but we live here. Like, yeah. Try to give them some time, bro. It's gonna, if you yeah. open a business, if I open a business, they're opening a business, is it going uh, to just be the greatest thing you've ever had? No, it's going to take me time to learn. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the bumps and bruises along the way until I get it together. You know what I mean? Right. That's with anything, anything you fucking do, anything that you learn, brand new, 
and they're trying to do, it's going to take you time to get this shit together. Right? Oh, yeah. But people are going to shit on you. Yeah, people will probably... When it comes to the brewery that's going to come here to play, people are going to shit on it. People are probably going, oh, the beer's nasty. Well, yeah, it's probably nasty to you because you don't know. You don't you don't know the taste of that yeah, beer, you know. Maybe yeah. Come up with a different beer that you like. Yeah, maybe there's so like, many beers, uh, maybe you'll find something that you like. Yeah, like the world of beer where they have all these different yeah. you know, beers come in a shop, they're strong as plus. There's some are strong, <laughs> different countries. Maybe you'll find your niche and you'll stick to that one. You'll like something that he's yeah. yeah you'll like it. But... So when that comes out, we'll uh, let y'all know what that is. We'll give you the name. So you can go try that out. Support your local business. That's right here in Plainfield. Yes. Texas. Support local beer. Support local food. Support local shopping. Support local, man. Support your people, man. They're right? your neighbors that own these places. We're you know? trying to make it. Everybody's trying to just better ourselves and grow yes. this community. Which it is. It is growing. And I love that. I love to see new businesses going up. Um, bro. It, you know, it's like, uh, I, I think I posted it the other day. And I was, uh, I always hear people who are always just bashing these new things that are coming up. Oh, people are going to act like they've never had this or they've never had that. Dude, they're just so happy to have a new restaurant. Right. And at the same time, they're also mad because Lockney and Health Center, they aren't getting these things. So it's like we're getting a face We're getting fucking Botox. Right. <laughs> and these... These people are left with the same old saggy skin that they grew up with. <laughs> They're looking fucking horrible as shit. Don't you know, hate. We got brand new titties. You know Hell what I'm yeah. saying? That's, just, that's <laughs> how I see it. That's how I see it. That's what I say. It's like, ah, nah, we, yeah, you are. You're mad because I got this Brazilian butt lift and you still stuck with the same old flat ass. You mad at me. But that's how I put it. At the same time, it's just like, just get out and enjoy that, man. Support them. Go support this burger joint. Go support yeah. the taco. If you don't like it, then fuck it. You don't like it. And you don't like it. Don't bash them on, on Facebook or whatever. I mean, unless it's just like absolutely horrid and you really feel like people shouldn't go there for their safety. Like you saw roaches crawling up and down or or your food was it gave you food poisoning or something. Man, you don't like it, then which right Keep now, it to yourself, man. Which right now, at this moment, really, it's just the shortest of, shortage of staff. Right. We're having a hard time getting people to work these jobs. So yeah. it's, a lot of times what they're complaining about is this took forever. Um, this food was cold or whatever it was. But in reality, they probably had like one cook. They had one <laughs> person. He took your order and then he had to go cook this shit. Yeah. So just be patient. If you've ever worked those jobs, you know that it... It's, it's stressful enough, and we're just trying to do the best we can. And that's just the situation we are right now. So it's unique. Yeah. It's a unique situation. We've never been in it before. And we're a little spoiled because we're used to getting our food in five minutes. And now, told, it, now told, it takes 15. Yeah, I, t- I told a friend of mine, he told me the other day, he was like, yeah, I tried that place and it tastes like shit. I was like, dude, you're going to a, a, a fast food restaurant, right? So you're ordering food and you're expecting it in five, ten minutes. What really is your expectation of that <laughs> place? You paid six dollars for a full fucking meal. Right. What really are you expecting from that? When I go in, if I go to a place, a fast food restaurant, right, and I'm paying six dollars for a meal that they made in six minutes, I'm not expecting Texas Longhorn 
steakhouse. steakhouse right i'm not expecting fucking you know uh, tokyo's yeah japanese steakhouse i know what i'm paying for i know what i'm gonna get you know you're 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 hungry you didn't have a lot of money you know you didn't have a lot of time so you're buying trash it's gonna taste like trash a little bit, <laughs> you know. It's not gonna be a fucking five star, four star restaurant. No. I know what I'm paying for. I know what I'm getting. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. I know what I'm. Hey, bro, come on, dog. Yeah, come on. That's what I told you. Come on, <laughs> come on now. You got it in six minutes. What? You want me to cook you something in six minutes? Probably gonna be a fucking sandwich that's a fucking fried bologna. Yeah. And I don't even care if you get that to you in six minutes. Hey, fried yeah. bologna goes hard though, bro. Yeah, but I'm thinking good out to you in six minutes. It's going to take me some time. It's going to take a time, yeah. It's going to take me longer than that. Nah, people are always bashing restaurants and stuff like that, bro, or, or wait staff or stuff so like that. So angry, bro. Oh, my God. So angry. The service sucked. Poor girl, man. She had 30 tables. <laughs> she, she had like, like 10 cars behind her trying to fucking take your order and then go cook it at the same time. So spoiled in this country, dude. We so are. spoiled. That's why it takes me back to the fucking Amazon. Those guys are eating fucking uh, ants and shit. Fucking ants. And <laughs> <laughs> Fly. They don't give a shit. <laughs> they just want to eat, man. They're just worried about where the next meal for, will come from and wherever it comes from, that's where it comes from. And they don't eat for days, bro. I'm yeah. sure there's days they don't fucking catch shit and they're just like, I'm eating grub today. Yep, because... And if you don't know what grub is, it's a fucking worm that lives in the fucking ground. Like on Lion King. Lion King, yeah. Kuna Matata. That shit is fucking wild, bro. Like, I don't know. That's not for me. I'm, I'm lucky to be... I'm lucky to be born in the family that I've been born in. In the area that I've been born in. And have the shit that I have. Because I look at that and I'm like, dude, I was one whatever removed away from being born in fucking Africa in the wilds in the Amazon <laughs> in the fucking wilds I could have been born anywhere yeah you know the creator could have been like hey dude you're no I'm gonna put you in the middle of nowhere in fucking Australia I'm gonna put you in the very top of Alaska yeah, yeah good I'm luck gonna, yeah go hunt for your shit <laughs> I'm gonna eat walrus <laughs> I really wanna eat walrus man <laughs> fucking elk or seal or whatever the fuck I, I gotta yeah. go hunt we're that close from being dude we're just like yeah the roll of the dice roll of the dice I'm so you, glad I you was never born. know you never know where your life could have been you could have been in the Arctic, bro, where you have to catch for food, for clothes. Think about for that. Sure. Wow, dude. That is so fucking wild, right? That we could have been born like that. Yeah. Your life could have been so different. <laughs> just shit, One little thing in your lineage where, like, your great-great-great-great-grandpa decided he didn't want to take that that expedition to over here. He wanted to go over here. And next thing you know, you're born in... Fucking Who the fuck knows? <laughs> The creator decided, hey, Brandon, you're going to be born in fucking northern Alaska. You're going to be a goddamn bush person. You're going to be hunting fucking elk for the rest of your life. Caribou and elk, and you're going to eat seal, and it's going to be cold. <laughs> You'll never experience anything fun because you just have to work your whole life. Yeah, they work the whole Or you don't life. eat. <laughs> that is wild. People don't think about that shit all day. Yeah. I don't think we think about that. So enough. I think next time you go to McDonald's and it's not as good as you think or... Instead of getting your food in three minutes, you had to sit in your car for five minutes. Just just be lucky you're not hunting with walrus in Alaska. <laughs> or elk. Or elk. Elk will fight you, bro. Elk will fight you. Where you're hunting alongside wolves. And, 
You know, the wolf might get your food first. And, the and you don't eat that day. Like the Amazon, <laughs> or the Amazon. All kinds of fucking... Jaguars and... and poisonous frogs. Poisonous frogs, poisonous snakes, poisonous spiders. Where you're dodging that shit every day. Do we think about poisonous frogs here? No. Fuck no. We see a frog and we're just like, I don't even grab that motherfucker. It's or our kids would grab it. Yeah. You can't grab a fucking poison dark frog. Hell no, Amazon. you'll die instantly. <laughs> Those people live with that shit every day. <laughs> this shit is wild, dude. Be thankful you for the life that you got, man. Oh, man, we've come a long way, dude. So yeah. let's double back to, uh, we're going to go to music, because I think we missed that first part, which was fucking amazing, dude. Y'all missed it. It was just something that's going to go by the wayside, because it's like, uh, when you go to a comedy, a stand-up comedy, and they tell you don't take your, your cell phones in, that's what that is. You just fucking missed it. That was just for me and him, and y'all fucking missed it completely. But we're going to bring it back to y'all just because I want y'all to listen. So we're going to go back to music and talk about how it has more meaning now. No, it has more meaning then than it does now. Right. Which was like everything in general. It's not just R&B. It's not just... Uh, even if you go to like... When I'm listening to Tupac, when they say that he's the greatest rapper... I think it's because what he had to say meant more. It's not just because if you go for like what was like lyric, lyrically right, who could rhyme the best, and it's Biggie. Right. Biggie had that where what he said his enunciation of words, and he could rhyme this, and he could rhyme. Well, that. the dude was just telling the story of his life, bro. And like, he was just talented. Yeah. But, but who had the most to say? And what was more uh, meaningful was Tupac. Pac was like, I'm going to rap, but I want what I'm saying to make a difference. So he was like, what I want to say is, is more important. Yeah, yeah. That just goes along with them old schools, man. They, they lived through stuff, bro. Tupac talked about being in the in the hood his mama was a crack fiend she had her she was the only person that raised him biggie was slanging slanging dope you know there in new york they had a story to tell dude they they told their story and they told it well because that's the only way that people would listen to him yeah it's like if i don't tell this story you know what do i got what do i got had it had to be something that resonated with people yeah. So it was something that not only that it was that they were rapping about, but something that everybody could re- it would resonate with. Right. They could they could say, you know what, I'm not the only one that's going through that. Which is the same thing like what me and you're doing, right? We're on this podcast and we're and we're we're having a we're having a conversation, and it's some some sort of therapy. Right. Right. It's it's like okay, so I'm not the only one that thinks this way. I'm not the only one that has these questions. I'm not the only one that. Thinks outside the box, even though me and you feel like we're the only two people right. that feel this way. We're not. We're not. There's no, no people no. out there like us. Definitely. So, in that music, was the same exact thing. Right? Pac was like, no, people need to hear this. Yeah. They need to be liberated from thinking that they don't fit in this society, or they need to, they need to be liberated from thinking that they don't feel like people care about them because they don't I care about you you know what I mean I want you to succeed I want this for you right and I think that's what really hit people close to home also in the RB world 
when we talked about that music and how it had more feeling, mm. soul. Soul, man. RB, that love is how you could actually care about somebody on a whole different level. Yeah. Right? So we're just not talking about, we're not talking about just clapping cheeks. We're, that's not what we're talking about. No, we're talking about loving somebody, like being in love with that in person with in your mind 24 7. You can't function without being with that person. I think that's what those old schools, uh, Keith Sweat, John B., Tevin Campbell, Casey and JoJo, Marvin Gaye, Al Green, the list goes on and on, man. They loved whoever they were talking about in them songs, man. They loved them people. And I think what. what what Emotionally comes, and physically, they love them. What it comes down to is people feel like that's a weakness. If you care about somebody, yeah. For some reason, with this new generation, they it's like bad to be in love. What's fucking wrong with that, dude? Yeah. You love somebody more. Okay, so love to me. When I explain it to my friends, and I actually got this from a movie. It's uh, it's the one with Matt Damon. The first movie they made, actually, him and Ben Affleck. And he, uh, the professor is the one that talks about it. He says it's when you love someone more than you love yourself. Oh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, okay. And that's exactly what it fucking is. Right. Exactly. I don't give a shit. I I told a, a, a manager that one time. I quoted him from a movie, right? And he was like, "Oh, now we're quoting so and so movie." I said, "It doesn't matter where it comes from. All that matters is is if it's true. Right. That's it. What's the truth?" Is the truth is that this thing is a hundred percent what that means. That's all that fucking matters. It doesn't That's matter where it, it comes from. No. Right? Because somebody genius was behind this writing. Yeah. Somebody right. wrote that script, that quote. Whether it's from a book or from a fucking movie. Yeah. Is it is that true? Can that resonate with people? Yeah, does that resonate with you? When you hear that quote, are you like Damn, that's that's some real shit. That's you know what I mean? Right that's all that matters. And when Robin Williams said that, he said yeah. on the bench, he was like, he goes, I don't think you've ever cared about anything more than yourself. Right. He goes, love is when you care about somebody else more than you care about yourself. That's, that's what love, love is. Yeah. And it's a hundred percent that. With my kids, with anybody that I've ever said that I love, it's always been that. It's, right. I care about you more. And what you feel, and what you think, and what you want, and what you need more than mine. Me. Right. I'm gonna put that before me, hundred percent. That's what that means. And to me, I don't think that it, it does exist in in some forms with some people. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say across all uh, across the board that it doesn't, because it does. But it's just not. It, some people look down. Yeah. You're in love. What kind of shit is that? Is... Like, but at man. the same time, they're uh, they're sensitive. Yeah. How the fuck does that even make sense? I don't get it. Now, I, I think can be sensitive, and then yet you don't care about. Right. You don't. You don't have that sympathy for other people. That. And I think that's what what that old school music was trying to convey. Emotions. Let your emotions out. Let let you feel it. And then when you heard those songs, unlike the songs today. You feel those emotions, bro. Whether you felt that emotion two years ago or remember you felt it 30 ten minutes ago or 10 minutes, 10 years ago, it all comes back when you hear like that certain song or, you know, you're that certain like bar, the lyric. You're just like, wow, that really struck a nerve and I can feel it. So, like old school music gives me like goosebumps. You get the hair standing up when they sing, they hit a certain note. You're just like, damn. Yeah, and now music, about, I'm just uh, like, mm, 
I'm not feeling nothing from this song. Like, I feel nothing. Yeah, and just like we were talking about that, uh, that song from Casey and Georgia, Crazy. Yep. Right, when he first goes into it. And the very beginning, he's, he's not really singing. He's not singing. He's, he's like talking to himself. He's talking to himself. Right. And when I heard it, it, it took me a while. Because when I first heard that song back when it first came out, I never thought about that. It wasn't until I heard it recently. Right. When I hear him talking, and he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going crazy. I don't know. I felt like when he heard that song, or he started singing this song, I don't know who wrote it. I don't know if it was him or somebody else. But when he started singing it, in his mind, he remembered somebody that he loved and lost. Yeah. That's what I feel. I don't know that 100%. Don't, you know, don't come after me after this shit. What I'm saying is, if you listen to it, listen to that song, I, I challenge you. Go back, listen to that song, to the beginning of it. And when he's saying that, he's like, I'm going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It's in his mind. And I think that's a feeling you get when you listen to those type of songs is that you um, go back to that time or yep. somebody that you currently miss and love. And we're missing that now. Yeah. We're Good missing time. that with, in music and stuff like that. Music music was meant to hit your soul, whether it was made, you know, the first ever music. It, it was made for a reason. It was, it was yeah. made to... to for you to feel something. Well, even even uh, even in the Bible, it talks about that. It does talk about you know playing this music and you know singing out loud and stuff like right. that. So it's always been that, and that was written thousands of years ago. We're talking about thousands of years ago. So music has always been a part of our life, going all I mean, day way back. Oh yeah. So it's always been a part of who we are. You know what I mean? And right. that's, that's the reference I'm trying to make is that it's always been a part of what we do, who we are, how we think, how we feel, every culture across the world. Oh, yeah. Every culture has music. Has music. That's crazy. You think about yeah. it. How, is, how do we have this connection or how do we have this thing that's just it's insane. similar? Yeah. Someone who, who lives where we live, someone who lives all the way across the other side of this world. Still listen to music. Still listen. Even in the old days where different, let's say, native tribes, they had their tribal songs. Yeah. They didn't know that other tribes sung. That, you know, like, how the hell did they know that? They just knew music. They, they just, it. somebody just sat down and started singing, started beating on something, and they liked it. The Indian dance. And yeah. The rain, right? The because there was no communication. They couldn't share on social media their tribal song. <laughs> so another tribe hundreds of miles away, how did they invent music? And then how did this tribe invent music? It's just insane. It's wild, bro, that we have that connection. But like, like nowadays, bro, like I feel like music has gotten away from making you feel something to just... They're just... I don't even know what they're trying to do. They're trying to just promote themselves or promote their lifestyle like I'm in the club popping I mean, bottles taking the best bras to the crib afterwards but they're not saying nothing I think it's money man I think money money, like, money drives money, changed, money has changed everything from sports to music right right so once money got involved and I think it's going to change college sports as well with the NIL oh yeah I think it's going to change it too and it's going to become something that we look at like I don't, that's why I love college sports at the beginning because it was so, to me, I know there was money still involved. 
but it, it was so regulated right. that it tried to keep it at bay, right? And it made it um, what you think sports is, which is wholesome. Right? Yeah. It's just you love the game. And that's and, why you play it. And that's why you play it. And you could see it in college sports that those guys just tried so much fucking harder than somebody in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Right? They don't give up on that play. They don't... If, if, if they don't make it, it's, it's crushes it. Yeah, but in the NFL, you got that guy, you know, he might let up. He might let up. It's a business decision yeah. at that point. Like, oh, I'm looking for a new contract next year. I better not do that. I'm not trying to get laid the fuck out right now. I'm trying yeah. to go back a little bit. So, yeah, it's it's different. Yeah. And I, I think the same thing kind of crossed over to music, where now music can make you so much money, even though they're saying that, you know, they're losing money, but they are losing money that whatever it be I think that's kind of been lost along the way right because back then it was they weren't making that home that much money dude I mean they could make money and they could go on tours and stuff like that yeah but it wasn't the millions like yeah you weren't now it's just no way there's no fucking way because the money just wasn't there and then I think they're just you know they're on the record label and they're on the record deal the record company comes out and says hey I need 12 songs from you you have to do it. And they just put out rushed, just genuine, not genuine, rushed, just simplistic stuff so they can fulfill their contract need, put out the 12 songs that they need. It wasn't yeah, emotional wise. It's just let me do what I'm obligated to do. Put out the most basic shit I can and just let the record label get off my back. And maybe in a couple of years, I'll put out something that's legit. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think that's where we're at now. And it's just, man, I don't know. I miss good music, bro. <laughs> I miss the good stuff where it, it had a feeling or not even a feeling of emotion, of sadness. But then there was also the feeling of like hypeness or, you know, or you could feel like you can take on the world if you heard a badass I, And also, it was, it, was the, it was a thing of exclusive. It was exclusive. Right. So like, it wasn't so, we couldn't all get it at once. Yeah. Right, because when music dropped, it was like it was on a CD, CD that we know. You know, we know CDs. And you had to go fucking buy it. Yeah. The day of, it couldn't just be. They didn't leak shit. Yeah. Like, and if they did leak it, you had to be on MTV watching that shit, or the box back in my day. The box was like late at night. And fucking you had to be staying up on MTV. You had to just be in front of your TV, and then you'd hear like world premiere. Yeah. Like, oh, oh shit! This is a fucking. They're ready yeah. to fucking play it, and then you couldn't record the shit. Yeah, and you might be one of your only friends that, that heard the new Lil Wayne, or you heard the new Jay-Z, or you heard the new whatever. You go to school, and you're like, did y'all see it? No, we missed it. I knew it. I saw it first. Is it fake? You want to see it? Yeah, or did y'all, did y'all make it to Hastings in time to get the new whatever? No. Pull it out your backpack, and you got it, and then everybody... You know, you let pass around the, the, the Walkman or the CD player so everybody can hear it. You're just like, yeah, I got it. But now everybody can hear everything. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Which is good and bad. You know, sometimes you like, man, I want to hear that old school jam. And then you research it, and there it is. You know, it is. Or you want to hear the new school jam, and there it is. So there's there's good and bad. But, yeah, music has definitely changed. I don't think it's changing for the good. I think old school will always be the best. But that might just be, that might just be me. Or maybe we'll get back into it. I don't know. Maybe there's some songs like, uh, you know, maybe there's some songs that y'all heard, some R&B songs that that, that, that we're, we're missing. Send it to us. 
let us know. We want we want to listen to what y'all think and what what y'all are listening to R and B that maybe we haven't haven't heard. Um, I think we're going into we're going into like three hours in right now. <laughs> so we're going ahead and cut it off right there, man. I know you got stuff you got to do. Um, and we'll go ahead and uh, man, we'll do this again, man. Put me back on, bro. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about, guys. So don't. Uh, this is the first trial. This is the first run through. Listen to us again. Again, hit us back with those songs that uh, we're missing. And let us know. We'll talk about it on the next one. We'll get back together and we'll do it again. And uh, just remember, everybody, one last message support your local brewery, support local food, support local shopping. Be good to each other. Don't be judgmental. And then, most of all, be you. Be your own person. Brandon Beers one on Instagram for anything that contains anything that's got to do with beer. If you want to know about craft beer, you want to know pairings, you want to know what to get into, maybe you're not sure what to buy when you go to the craft beer section because it can be overwhelming. There's tons to choose from HEB, specs. There's just coolers full of craft beer. Look up mine, and I'll tell you, and and maybe you'll find something you like and you can go, go grab it. That's my boy. He's got all the information for you. And we'll see y'all later, man. Later. Goodbye, everybody. Can you hear me? It sounds like it's moving right there. I I want it right there this time, anyway. Hello. All right, so let's get into uh, Anunnaki. That's where we let's double back to that. Um, so when I looked it up, the thing about it was um, a lot of it coincided with what was going on in the Bible. It yeah, kind of, you know, right? Because like the first guy was named was something like Adam. Yeah, the first one that they made. So explain explain that to us real quick. Okay, so what I've researched and what I've read is actually. The Bible coincides with the story of the Anunnaki. The Bible got its story from that. Because the Anunnaki were the first uh, civilization, the leaders of the first civilization, which is the Sumerians. Yeah. And they had the Cuneiform tablets, and they were in Mesopotamia. We've all learned that in school. Um, so it comes from the theory that the Anunnaki created human beings and um, brought us here to Earth. And that um, they're actually the gods that created us. And so they, um, so like, you know, they have the old depictions, the the hieroglyphics and stuff like that, where it's the, the large man. He has the big hat, big old beard, and he's sitting on a chair. And the rest of the humans look little compared to him. Yeah. Stuff like that. Giants, things like that. And then... Um, so there's a story of Babel in the in the Bible. They built the Babylon, the Tower of Babylon, and when the leader of the Anunnaki came back and said, "Wow, humans can achieve a lot. Uh, we don't like that. We want them to remain our slaves, remain you know our ser- our servants." And uh, they uh, altered our DNA, altered our chromosomes, and that's how we are today. Because they used to be stronger, uh, people used to live longer. So in this story, we we came from them, right? Like that. Yeah, was, they, they created us. us. They created us, brought us here, and um, a lot a lot of the stuff just points to the Anunnaki and stuff like that. It's it's just it makes a lot of sense to me in a way. And um, when they did that, 
uh, they, they they figured humans were too powerful. They were starting to get too smart. Yeah. They they moved people to different parts of the earth, created different languages, so that we would never come together again. Which is what we're kind of now, people speak different languages, people look different, and we're not unified like we should be. And if we were to be unified, we can achieve greatest things, and that's what they saw. So that to me explains because when I see like um, the pyramids, the Great Pyramids in Egypt and stuff like that, like how do they know to build pyramids, and how also did the people of the Mayans? How did why did they build pyramids for? And they're on like opposite sides. Yeah, opposite sides of, of the world. And then how did the people in um, India they built pyramids? They found pyramids here in America. They find pyramids all the time. You know, different various pyramids in the jungles of South America, Central America, um, the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico. How, how did they all know to do that? Why did they all do that? You know what I'm saying? For sure. I think it's weird. I think they gave us some ancient civilization, some ancient um, people from somewhere else, I think, gave the tools to ancient humans. Where does, where does this idea come from, though? Like, when I was looking it up, so one professor was speaking on it. And he was saying that there wasn't a whole lot of writings about them or anything on the what he calls it's the Anunnaki, right? Anunnaki is like a word that was created is us and them put together or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something right? like that, yeah. And the Anunnaki is just them. Yeah. Some shit like that. Something like that, and, yeah. And what he said was like there's not a whole lot written about them. So where where did that, where does all this information come from? I guess is what I'm asking. I guess it just comes from when uh, like ancient archaeologists or archaeologists they find the tablets and they 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 translate it and stuff like that. It's all it's all from the book of the Sumerian people, the epics that they they made, the epics of Gilgamesh, the epics of the various people there. That's just what they that's just what they if they they uh, translated it to. And then different, different, different cultures talk about it, man. Different cultures talking about these giants that come from the sky, and they gave them knowledge, and they did these things and that, and they helped them create what they what they knew. And then uh, one day it was all gone; it was all taken, which yeah. was them saying, "All right, you know what? Humans are getting too smart. We got to stop this experiment. Altered our DNA." Well, because even even in the Bible, man, the main people in the Bible were always kind of supernatural in a way let's let's look at noah noah lived to be 600 something years old built the ark at like 600 years old like really you do you think that was a human i i look at the bible because I, as i was saying you know I don't, I don't really see myself as a religious person some things in the bible are not to me are i have a lot of questions yeah. There's also 19 books of the Bible that are taken out that nobody uh, knows about or people know about, but they're not allowed to read. At that time, if you read those 19 books or you talked about them, you were executed. Yeah. Uh, the Vatican has like a big old library of uh, like secret stuff that they don't put out. Why? Why are those things so secreted that you can't let us know what's in those Which books? And yeah. I think in the Bible it talks about questioning everything. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with questioning things. There's not, and even even in that sense, when you do if you, when you do read the Bible, it does say that you should question these things. 
Yeah. And I think that's because um, of human error. Right. Which there's a lot of, right? It's translated by humans. Yeah, it's Thousands of times all. over. And then, okay, so you know we have the King. Right now, the Bible that pretty much everybody reads is the King James Version. Yeah. Because. The most popular. Yeah. In Europe, when a king was appointed king, they could do whatever they wanted. So when they had the Bible, they altered it in their in their way. So you had like the King Henry Bible. You had the King whatever Bible. Now you have the King James Version. NIV. You have, uh, you so, have so you have. It was translated for him, and then things were put in, things were taken out. For what? Control. Control the masses. I think religion is just a way to control people. I think it's been that way since the beginning of time until now. I think uh, religion controls people to live how, at that time, the leaders, you know, leaders now in, in our country don't really have that much control over, like, religion and stuff like that, but... At that time, ancient Europe, stuff like that, had a lot. Had a lot of control. The church was everything. And when the king said, "We're not going to study that no more. This is what you're going to study." People followed it, or else you got burned at the stake, or you got executed, or you did whatever. So I think a lot of the things in the Which Bible. The reason we're here now. Yeah. Because we decided, hey, we're going to go to America, and we're going to. Yeah. We want to believe in right. in a way we want to believe in it. Everybody's gonna have this freedom to, and then now they're kind of like taking that away with taking away abortion rights and oh because my God says that you don't kill anybody. Well, not everybody worships your God, dude. Like that, and that is you know crazy. what I mean. And not everybody worships the same God. Home, bro, look, when you think about it, so now they want to take away what is that Roe versus Roe versus Wade, Wade yeah. right? And that's the what the freedom of abortion. The freedom to have an abortion right. as a woman, yeah. So, at, at one point, it's a, they, they want to take that away. But as soon as it's born, it's like, they don't want to take care of you at all. Yeah. It's like, fuck you, you're on your own. You're What's on your own. What's the difference, dude? What's yeah. the difference? No, no, no. In, in America, there's not every company has paid and guaranteed maternity leave for, for the mom. Yeah. The mom has a right to, to a bond with their son, to give them... You know, that bonding time, that time to learn how to be a mom. There's no guarantee for that in some of these corporations. Why? These politicians always vote that down every time. Yeah. There's uh, no free daycare. I mean, there might be some. But if you try to go to daycare here in Plainview, it's hundreds hundreds of dollars. And other countries have free. Plainview, Texas. Texas, And other countries have free daycare. You know what I mean? There's no universal health care. So a mom who is 17 years old she wasn't allowed to abort her baby because she would be she would go to prison she was forced to have a baby her her parents abandoned her because you know she did something wrong now she goes to the hospital with no insurance no this no that she doesn't have a job how's she gonna work how's she gonna work she can't afford daycare she's 17 not nowhere's gonna hire her she has a baby and now she goes to the hospital let's say the baby has a birth defect or let's say the baby's sick or maybe she's sick Boom, thousands of dollars in, in medical bills. How the hell is that girl going to pay for that shit, dude? Exactly. Yeah. No, and, and then and these politicians of, vote no on those things. Universal Healthcare, no. In one of the richest countries in the world. Yeah. Right? And what, they, what it always comes back to is like, well, Americans want to pay. They don't want to pay taxes. Dude, we pay taxes on every fucking thing. Yes. We pay taxes 
and then we we pay the taxes in our paycheck, and then we go to the store, and we pay taxes, and we on, pay taxes on that. Every like, did, didn't you just take pay. taxes out of my check? Yeah, out of the check. <laughs> you go buy food, taxes. The gas is taxed automatically. It's just added into it, right? Yeah. So it's taxed on that. So everything that you do is fucking taxed, bro. Your bills. Yes. Your rent. Every goddamn thing. You know, you buy a house. You got uh, property taxes. Property taxes. Holy shit. How do we not want to pay taxes if everything that we pay is taxed? It's already taxed. So what more What more do you want? What well, more are you asking from me? How can you tell me that I don't want to pay taxes when you're literally taxing me on everything? You're taxing me to death already. On every fucking thing. You know, and it's not like I can fight it. I can't say, hey, hold on. Now you're... Let, let's slow this down. Let me pay a little bit less. We're not saying that. Right. Because we can't. Right? Right. So the rebuttal is, well, Americans don't want to pay more taxes. Where, how can we even refute that? Because we can't. Right. You, you just say it's going to go up. Property taxes just went up. Right? Yeah. It just went up. Were you able to refute that? No. 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 It, just, it just happened. So where, where, where does that rebuttal come from? From there? Where we can't, we don't want to pay taxes. What is right. that? What I'm saying is, where are they getting that from? Because that's not an option. Obviously, it's not an option. I think it's uneducated people who don't know that they're being taxed to death. And then you're having to pay insurance premiums. And then you're having to do this. Yeah. Well, you eliminate all those things. And you can go to the doctor if you're sick. Some people don't want to go to the doctor. They're deathly sick because it's too expensive. You know? Like, you could have went to the doctor you would just like vote for the right shit <laughs> I feel like you know what I mean but also it could be it could be a government spending we're spending money on yeah shit that we have no idea we're spending money on oh yeah we talk about okay so all this money that they they passed out to everybody we're talking about trillions of dollars trillions of fucking dollars how much did we and you get we didn't get a million dollars Hell no. We got maybe, a, you know, $2,000. $2,000, I think. Out of the trillion dollars that they said that they were going to pump back pump into out. everybody. Yeah. They could give everybody a million dollars. Now, you can fact check me on this. It was a million dollars what they could have given back to every single person in, in the U.S. and still probably had money left over. Oh, yeah. So, what did that extra money go to? Who knows? Who knows where it went to? That's, CEOs who already shit. who are already billionaires? Yeah, that's the shit. These companies that say, please save us, the government. Please save my company. The big corporations. Yeah, please save my company. I uh, I didn't invest my $900, million do- <laughs> $900 billion correctly. Can you please send me more? The shit that I'm paying myself, my fucking salary that I'm paying yeah. myself, I fucking spent it on yachts. and. I really need your help. All right, here you go. Here's $900 billion when I could have probably given everybody in America like, Ten thousand bucks. A million dollars. We're looking at a million dollars. Yeah. They could have given everybody. And then, you know, I support our military. I understand we have to be strong. It's it's good to have the the nicest stuff and the, but bro, I don't I don't know the exact number, but it has a lot of zeros behind it. Military spending. And none of that shit comes back. No, dude. What did like, we even have in uh, when we left Afghanistan? What did we leave over? Nothing. Fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking thing. All them Taliban dudes were on the Apaches on <laughs> celebrating. Fucking brand new helicopters, fucking brand new tanks. What the fuck? 
It's that crazy, dude. Is it really that more expensive to bring that shit back than it is? I, mean, I have no idea. He said it over there once. Can't you just bring it back? Bring it back. Save me some money. I don't want to pay right. for it. I don't even have one. Fucking at least give me an AR-15. Fuck. I don't pay for like 15 of them. And then sure. we And then we pay billions of dollars to fight pointless wars, bro. Like... I understand on September 11th when they attacked, when, you know, the Al-Qaeda attacked us or whatever, you know, it, it was it was needed. We needed to go find out who did it. But 19 of the 21 hijackers were from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. We and we went and we went to Afghanistan. It's the wrong fucking place. And, and, and you knew that shit was personal because if, if you, and I know a lot of people probably don't remember. For one, they don't remember uh, Bush saying... We're talking about a guy who tried to kill my father. So that shit was personal. Oh, yeah. This shit wasn't something like, oh, I'm going to defend America. And the, you know, no, it, this was a personal thing of a guy who tried to kill his dad. Right? This right. Is what he said. And you can pull up the footage on this. He says that. Oh, we're talking about a guy who tried to kill my dad. Personal. Personal vendetta. <laughs> this is not and then 20 years later, we were still in the same damn war. In the same, still in the same And then we war. went to war with Iraq, who almost had nothing to do with it. We sent all them UN people, uh, the inspectors, to look for weapons of mass destruction and didn't find one. And George Bush was like, eh, don't care. Send the troops. Yeah. And then when we, you know, we did that, we left Iraq in shambles. We left Afghanistan in shambles. We go to war with Syria or Libya. We leave their countries all fucked up. And then the people get pissed. And then they turn into, uh, you know, ISIS or whatever. Well, fuck, dude. Like, you you killed the man's six-year-old son because one terrorist was in that building. And so you just bombed the whole damn building. And now he's pissed. I wonder why, dude. Like, if you just leave them people alone and maybe have the countries, the bigger countries in that area, Saudi Arabia, Iran... You know, Iraq was a, a world, like, it was a, a bigger country. Maybe those people can police themselves in there. And we can just stay out of that shit, dude. Like, we always, as a country, we always put our nose in things that just like don't involve us. Be involved. And I hear that about, uh, even now, this, uh, the Russian oh, the Ukrainian on Ukraine. They're like, well, we've got to get involved somehow. Why? I mean, I understand. Look, I feel bad. 100% right. for what's going on in Ukraine. I, dude, I wish I could... I wish it wouldn't happen. Yeah. I really do. But, at the same time, it's like we're getting involved in everybody else's war. We have our own wars here. Yeah, didn't we just send like $400 billion or $40 billion or something like that to them again? Yes. When... When people in this country are struggling to buy groceries, gas, there's a baby formula shortage. Like, all we right, man, Ukraine, we've we've helped you. We've sent you ammunition. We've sent you tanks. We've sent you air defense systems. Like, okay, like we got our own shit to worry about over here. You kind of you're on your own a little bit. Yeah, You've done yeah. good to now. Maybe you'll be able to win it. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, come I mean, on, if you man. Really wanted that help to me, Ukraine, they would have joined NATO. Yeah. You would 100% had that backup. Right. Still, would have been tough for us because we have, and I don't know why we don't see it that way, but there's, dude, there's places in Chicago and fucking uh, California here where people are 
homeless. Homeless. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Can't you don't, take care of this. You don't think pumping $40 billion into the economy or maybe giving people some money would have helped? Holy shit. America? You, you can go to some of these bad places and completely restructure a whole community. Yeah. For the amount of money that we're sending, that we sent to Afghanistan, to Iraq, to Ukraine. You can spend a lot of money over here. You're talking about third world countries that we sent money to. Right. Right? That we could have restructured a whole community here. Easily. Easily. Take it state at a time or something, man. And just just completely put ourselves ahead. Homeless veterans that we have here that come back with PTSD, that that lose everything, and then they're on the street. Ain't helping them. Mm, What are you doing to help them? Nothing, really. It's it's crazy, bro. It's crazy that the way we spend money. But on you would shit. think you would think that was that's like uh, common knowledge. You would think. <laughs> you would think like, <laughs> maybe if we invest in ourselves. You would think our government officials would be like, oh, maybe we should just like move that money this way. Let's let's go ahead. Let's maybe in, let's invest in our people and see what they can. Yeah, do. maybe other people in the world are gonna be pissed off that we didn't send them four hundred billion dollars, but. Uh, at least we'll be happy. Gonna Our be people happy. here will be We're happy. We're going to have a lot of graduates. We're going to have a lot of people not committing crimes. But we you got to make sure you just distribute it evenly to everybody, to and every community. The money's there, obviously. Yeah. You're sending all this what? Don't send it to the CEO of Amazon, freaking, what's his name, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. The motherfucker <laughs> has money already. Stop not making him pay taxes. The dude should pay his fair share of shit. He hasn't paid taxes in how long? Yeah, he even... Fucking forever. Yeah, these banks that don't pay taxes, these CEOs that don't do shit. Why? Why do we back those people? You should back the people that work for them. They're paying somebody. They're paying somebody that's in uh, political power. Yeah, it's called lobbyists, bro. That's what they do. That's what they do. But yeah, so like... Like I said, with the ancient civilizations, bro, they uh, they have this technology that was given to them, and it's gone now. And I wish I knew where it was. And so, like, people always like question when I when I say shit like that. Like, like my brother, he he believes in aliens and stuff like that, but he doesn't think that like the Egyptians or different uh, ancient civilizations had help building the buildings that they built or the knowledge that they had. Different things like that. Like, bro, come on. How did them people, like, build those things? I'm not saying that aliens came down with a spaceship and levitated each block. I'm saying they gave them some kind of knowledge, some kind of technology, machinery, something, and then took it back. Because maybe they realized that humans were going to put it to use, but in a bad way. Or maybe they didn't want us to be that smart. You know, like these ancient cultures had like, like the Sumerians, there's a tablet, the first ever civilization, thousands of years before Europe. They had the solar solar system depicted perfectly, the sun in the middle and all the planets orbiting it, even Pluto. And they said Pluto wasn't discovered until like 1700. Well, how did those people in the very start of time discover that they knew that the sun was the middle and it, we all orbited. How, how do they know that shit, That's dude? Wild, right? Was and, that who was that? The Mayans and the Aztecs first? No, it was the Sumerians. The Sumerians, which were probably I think thousands of years before the even Mayans and Aztecs. That's so that wild. just tells you how old that is. That's you know? crazy. So that that's the crazy part, and then you know just the different technologies and the knowledge they had about things. 
So I'm, I'm a big believer in UFOs, aliens. I think that the government hides a lot of that stuff. They don't want to tell us. Well, they're, recently they've been letting us some. They've been letting us know some things here and there. Yeah. Worries. Actually, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday was the first ever congressional hearings about UFOs, which they're called uh, UAPs now. They're called yeah, they're unad- worries, unidentified aerial phenomena. They're not. Usually, when they don't want us to know shit, they don't tell us a goddamn thing. Yeah. Like they're not telling us nothing. Yeah. And now that they're trying to. Starting to tell us some stuff. Some videos are starting to be leaked. That's what I'm like, They're starting to have congressional hearings. I'm like, what's, what's really going on? They even spent, I think, it was in the millions. Uh, the the Pentagon released like uh, some stuff that was once declassified, or it once was classified into be declassified category. How they have like a fifty million dollar or seventy five million dollar budget on just UFOs and how they affect our military. Why would they spend that money if they didn't know or see something? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And so I, I think it's I think it's uh I don't think people can handle knowing. And I think it comes back to religion. I think everything that people believe now will kind of I don't necessarily mean go out the window because who knows, you know, maybe some god or whoever god is created it could go hand in hand you know it could go together you know what i'm saying but like i think some people will be like well everything i thought and everything i knew was wrong like people might be going crazy bro you saw what people did in covid okay i'll put it like this and this is not and it's hard not to uh sound racist while i'm saying this but i'll put it like this i was in college and i was taking this class uh what was it I can't fucking remember, but I had this professor who just like was just thought outside of the box. Most professors do, yeah. He was different, bro, and he was cool. One best ones I've ever had. And he was talking about our lineage, right? He goes, "If you can trace our, you can trace everything back to Africa, all of us. As far as you go back, you can trace all of us back to Africa." There was an older white lady in there. She was like in her 70s, I think. I want to say in the 70s. She looked older than that, but she was in her 70s. And she was like, you can see her head was like wanting to explode. And she was like, well, what about the Bible? What about, and he was like, you know where, you know, Egypt is? He's talking about the beginning, but you know where this is at, right? Right. This is in Africa. We're talking about Africa. Yeah. Oh, this is in Africa. Egypt is in Northern Africa. This is where this is at. She was like, you're saying I'm black? <laughs> exactly. What she, I shit you not, dude. I shit you not. Now, I'm, trying not I'm trying not to sound racist. I know it's coming off a little like that, but she was like, you're saying I'm black? You could tell her head wanted to fucking explode, dude. He was like, no, 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 no. Don't go out and buy a Rasta hat. and. <laughs> well, said, that's I'm, not, the- I'm, not, I'm not telling you that. What I'm saying is that you can trace your roots all the way back to Africa. Yeah. And she was still trying to her wrap her head around this shit. Right. You could just, like, she was just like, what the fuck am I? Like, yeah, no. She thought everybody just came from Great Britain? Yeah, everybody was 100% white. No. Yeah. If you get a DNA test, right? You right. Check, you have at least a little. Yeah, I did my ancestry. I had, like, 1% Senegal, like, 2% Cameroon. 
You know, there was there was African uh, yeah. lineage in there. You can be all traced back all the way back yeah. to Africa, and this was this is what he was explaining, and she was just having the hardest time. Like, what the fuck do you tell me? Right. <laughs> it is crazy. It's crazy because you know we're so close minded. I think to think that we're we could have came from anywhere but here, right now where we're at. Yeah. No, see, that's that's what I think people. People won't be able to grasp knowing, like, if the government just came out one day and then they said, well, we want to introduce somebody to you, and it was an Anunnaki, or it was a gray, you know, the gray aliens, and, and it was there on TV, and you could see it, and it was there, and everybody in the world was watching, I think people would be like, no, everything I've known is just gone. How are we, how are there other people in the solar system? How are there other, like, knowledgeable, like, beings and we're not the only ones like I can't handle it it's a big universe bro that's what I'm saying like I don't understand how people can't believe how people can be short, so like short minded and I'm not trying to like like offend anybody but like just think space is vast it never ends it has no end it's huge it's, it's, huge. it's, it's, it's huge. so big you, your mind like when scientists talk about it they say your mind can't comprehend it it's your mind is not even capable even if you tried capable of Comprehending endlessness. You can't. Everything you know has an end. Space has no end. I think the problem is, is we always we want to know. As, um, okay, let me talk from my perspective or whatever. We want to know everything. right? right. We want to feel like we know everything. I want to know the beginning and the end. I want to know. I want to be able to wrap my mind around shit. And I think there's, there's cases where we can't do that. Because the universe is like the numbers. Just take the numbers, for example. Right. They're never fucking ending. It's infinity. Zero to infinity. It never fucking ends. Right? But I want to know that last fucking number. I have to fucking know it. And you right? never will. And you never will. Because there isn't. Fucking end. There is no fucking ending number. Yeah. That bitch just goes on for fucking ever. And inside, it's like, I need to know what it is. I think that's how a lot of people are. Yeah. We want to know what is infinite. What is the very end of it? And you're never gonna fucking. Know. You'll never know. So, so with with the space or even our galaxy alone, the Milky Way galaxy, dude, is so massive. From one point to the next is like, it takes light billions of years to get across our small little galaxy. You think we're the only things out there? Like that's 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 like just short-minded to me. There is no way. There's just no way. Do you think there's like what they talk about on um, like so so like Marvel where there's like this other version of you? Yeah, yeah, multi universes. Yeah, multi I think it's real. They they think that because the the numbers are so big that it's almost impossible for you not to be replicated in another world. in another universe or another realm. You know, well, that'd be crazy. That's what scientists say. They say that I think it's Einstein's. Um, some equation he put that it's so vast and space is so big and so vast and the numbers are so large that it's impossible for there not to be Gonzalo and Brandon sitting here in your apartment talking about this somewhere. <laughs> or they say that it's so vast that there's opposites of you that I'm Gonzalo and you're Brandon and you're in my apartment or, you know, things like that. Or that an evil Brandon. Yeah, or today you went to the gym but in another world you stayed home at eight. 
or in another world you're this or I'm like the 600 pound yeah but think about that dude there's another you somewhere doing the exact same shit you're doing right now I'll, but I'll he's billions of me, yeah I hope, they, I, hope he, I hope he has a little bit more money a little no bro it's it's crazy to think and i think because our galaxy and what scientists have kind of studied and have already kind of confirmed and things like that we're young earth is a young earth in space terms pretty much yeah it is it's our planet is young in you know the the age of space compared to other things you know so like i think what happens is these other civilizations had a head start on us and that's why they're so advanced that's why they can travel to where we're at give us knowledge things like that because even if you look in humans let's just say the 1800s horse and buggy right yeah and then in 100 years 1902 i think it was early 1900s model t ford that was a hundred years that we went to that, and then in another hundred years, yeah, that. and then another hundred years in the thirties, flight. You know, hundred years, not even a hundred years, twenty or thirty years later, we had flight, and then in another thirty years from 1930, 1969, we went to the moon, yeah. and then from '69 to now, we have cars that drive themselves. We go to space constantly. We have the ISS who orbits the Earth. You know, a satellite that just stays up there forever. And humans can live there, do all these kind of things. We have a rover on Mars bringing back pictures from here. We have, you know, different probes and satellites that have already gone past our, our galaxy that is sending shit back. We just took a picture of the middle of our universe, and they sent it back. We, we see what the middle of our universe looks like, the black hole. And that was all, let's say, within like a 200-year period. That's wild. So just think about these civilizations and other places that have had like a million-year head start on us. Or maybe even a billion-year head start on us. Where their Earth was created a billion years before ours. Think about the shit they got, dude. When we've advanced in 200 years, they've had a billion years. They can do anything. And then people are like, there's no way they can travel in space. They need this and this and this. Well, how do you know they need that? You know, what if their their bodies or their earth or their whatever runs on other shit? You know, like, oh, they need oxygen. They need water. No, that's humans or that's earth. But they maybe their body runs on methane or maybe their body runs on hydrogen or maybe they don't need need, need anything. They figure some shit out where they are just they are immortal, endless. You have a billion years to figure that shit out. You know what I mean? Maybe at one time they were like us. But after so long, they were like, we don't need any of that stuff. We. You know what always trips me out too? It's like, I was watching this documentary, not documentary, but I was watching this thing the other day. Um, I think it was on History Channel. No one History Channel. It was uh, National Geographic. And people in the Amazon who are just living like Day one, bro. Yeah, that shit's Dang, crazy. That shit is fucking wild. It's not even that far from us. If you put it in perspective... No, not really. It's not that fucking far. Even in nah. Mexico, there's people who are, are living like straight up Indians. Yeah. Living in fucking huts. They're hunting for the food. That shit is wild. Bro, I've been to the jungle in Central America. I've been to the Mayan pyramids. No shit. Yeah, me and my wife went for a honeymoon. I, I've <laughs> seen the jungle. Give us that experience. Talk to us a little bit about that. It's uh, it was crazy. So we took a two-hour bus ride from, from the Yucatan Peninsula, 
which is, uh, you know, where Cozumel and Cancun are located. Yeah, yeah. So we took a two-hour bus ride into the deep forest. It was, it's the rainforest. And the only reason why uh, it was open is because the archaeologists came and excavated it so we could see the pyramids and all the ruins. If it wasn't open, it would be the jungle. Dance jungle. All the way around. Yeah. When, when you get there and you look around, it's rainforest. And then when you get to the actual site, it's, open, it's excavated. Right? It's have, open. You have like the pyramids and yeah. open-ass area. Yeah, it's open. It's a, you know, it's a tourist place, so it's open. The trees have been cut down. It's excavated. You can I walk around. I've seen it in pictures. But when the site ends, you know, there's an ending. I mean, it's the jungle, bro. You don't know what's in there. You don't know what's in there, what animals lie just feet from you. <laughs> Yeah. You don't know if a jaguar is going to pop out out of nowhere. You don't know that, bro. Yeah. And so the people down there, they, you know, they help you. They, they look at it. And they guide you and stuff like that. It was crazy. Like, they lived in little huts. How long huts. was this that you did that? Uh, 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the Mayan pyramids are humongous. Uh, El Castillo is probably the most famous one. It's on the, the movie Apocalypto. Oh, yeah. Where they're throwing the people well, down. Where do you do that? A lot of people, when they go... Mexico, they're doing Cancun. They're doing well, we did Cozumel. We did Cozumel, our own private island, all that stuff. But it was available to go to the Mayan ruins. And it was something I had to see. Being being somebody who's like into ancient technology, UFOs, they always talk about the Mayans, always. So we did that. And uh, it was cool, man. You get there and uh, you go to the gate. You already have your ticket because you bought it on the cruise ship. It's called an excursion. So you sign up, you have your ticket, you walk through, and it's just a path. And the path is excavated, but it's just the path. So around you is the jungle. It's the rainforest. Yeah. Trees for miles. It's so dense, dude. And it's hot. It's humid. It feels exactly like what you think the rainforest would feel like. You walk on this little path, cobblestone path. You turn the corner, and there it is, dude. Freaking humongous pyramid. It's massive. I mean, TV doesn't know justice, dude. It's, it's huge. And then they have uh, the, the uh, observatory that they built where they can see they, they, they looked at the stars. They have that there. Then they have the ball court where they played that game where they oh, hit the ball with the hip. Yeah, yeah, they have that. And then they have this platform. It's, so, it's okay, huge. So there's some people that don't know. So we'll get into that real quick. Uh, so they had a game that they played. Yeah, I can't remember the name. But it's like they're playing with – they're not playing with the ball. Well, they played with the ball. Was it a ball? They played with some kind of rubber ball or something. They hit it with your hip. And it has, you have, it had like a little hoop that hung off the wall. And it's uh, like a half circle. It's a hoop. And it's, um, it's standing upright. It's not like a basketball hoop where it lays down. It's, it's standing up like a C almost. Yeah. And they're trying to hit it through. And the winner of the game gets sacrificed. So the winner uh, dies. <laughs> but they thought in their culture being sacrificed was, was badass. Like you wanted to be sacrificed to the gods. So right beside it was the platform. And uh, they still have the holes where the stakes would be put where your head was. And then on the, on the granite, what it's made out of was a bunch of uh, carved in skulls. It was, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Wow. I, I can still picture mine me be like, nah, man, we're going to lose this. <laughs> but bro, the Mayan people, because there's still remnants of, of people of Mayan descent there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, before you get there, they provided you a sack lunch, and you got to go to like this gift shop. Well, it was crazy, bro. Like it was such a mind blowing experience because 
the people, I mean, we're Hispanic. You know, we, we come from somewhere down the line. Our people are from either Mexico or we're connected to something people. like that. Yeah. So we're almost the same people, but not not really. You know, some of those people don't have any European lineage like like we do. Yeah. So um, we get there and there's they're little, dude. They're 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 native. They're indigenous looking people. They're short. I hear that a lot. I hear that, a lot. I hear that uh, the further south you get into Mexico, the smaller yeah. the people are. Yeah, and it's the very end. Like, like we were like, I think they said like twenty or thirty miles away from Belize, South America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we were like, I think nautical miles, like twenty or thirty from Cuba. I mean, we were we were there, like down there. There, there were at least like five, two, five, three. I don't think anybody was taller than that. They had big faces. Their faces were wide as heck. Big old eyes. And Almost like... Alien-like. Yeah, and then black hair. Just like straight black hair. Because when you think small. of an alien, you think small. Yeah. Big big you always think of the elongated skulls, the big eyes. That's wild. And I saw them and like, you know, they greet us when we get off the bus or whatever. And I was just like, I am so much bigger than these people. <laughs> And they're just looking up at you like, and it was it was cool, man. They, I was just like, that's so I mean, crazy. Down there, I'd be like the yeah, you'd be cool. You'd be cool to everybody. You might even be a god to them. I'm a play basketball. I'm, sure. I'm, like, I'm, I'm a baller out here, guys. I'm fucking five nine. No, I'm a giant it was cool, man. It was it was a cool experience. I got to see the pyramid, and you know they, the ancient people like really like the detail in the pyramid. You can still see it, you know, from the top to the bottom. The the rails of the stairs is actually a serpent and then uh, each solstice in the summer so they built it so perfectly to where each solstice in the summer when the sun sets the shadow runs down the rails as if it was the snake was crawling wow it's insane bro it's like and you look and you think there's no way there's no way that these little Mayan dudes that I'm standing next to <laughs> built that thing which are probably smaller no, no I'm not saying they didn't do it I'm saying they had some kind of technology or some kind of help not of this world and then they did and then they built it yeah and I'm not saying they didn't do it they just stood around while these aliens built it I'm saying they had some kind of some help with some kind of knowledge or some kind of technology to where they were able to build these things yeah. that lasted thousands of years it's not even broken down, bro. Like, there's one side where the rocks are kind of collapsing, but on the three sides, of the, the other three sides of the pyramid, it's as if it was built like yesterday. You can, wow. it's wild, bro. Yeah, so, I yeah. About, I hear about that a lot. I hear about that a lot. And just like how small the people are. And I mean, that does make sense, right? That it would be, it's crazy how they, it, they mirror what we think as. Or we would perceive aliens to be the same thing, right? We the same way. And I heard a lot of people from Mexico tell me, Yeah, but further south, you go to like Oaxaca, Mexico, which is further down south, all the way down to the peninsula, almost. right? They're little, big and small, darker, darker and smaller. And us, well, tall, I'm not tall, I'm average height in America, which is five nine, but we're further up north. Which right. would be more European. We're more. We have European. Yeah, yeah. I have Spanish and Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. I have that's, French and Spanish. So that's what I. That's what I have on my ancestry. I'm like thirty something Spanish, like fifteen or twenty Portuguese. So 
you know, straight up European. I mean, I have light, light skin. I'm dark now because I've been outside with my son, but I'm in yeah, the in the winter time. I'm like fluorescent, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes when I tell people my last name, they're like, "You're Mexican." Spanish, Spanish origin. Yeah, bro. I haven't even looked at it, but I need to. I guess. Rain. I need to look into it and see kind of where it comes from. Yeah. I know my grandma. She's French. Spanish, my grandpa's like uh, Indian, and then. Well, we all have native. I mean, Hispanic. We we have a we have Hispanic in us. Yeah. You know what I mean. That's why we. But, what tribe we're we're with or we're with, is you know you have to find that out from digging into your ancestral lineage and stuff like that. What did like, you do when you use that? What, what, which one did you use? The twenty three and me? No ancestry. Ancestry. Uh huh. Yeah, it just comes you didn't in do the kit. The, the swab or the yeah, thing. yeah. You do your saliva. Okay. It just comes. You give your saliva. It takes six weeks, and they bring it back to you. It's pretty cool, man. They don't just give you your ancestry. They give you everybody that you match with. Uh, I found cousins of mine, so I know I know it works because I found cousins of mine, and I asked my grandparents, and they said, "Yeah, those are your relatives." Wow. For sure. So, like, they give hey, you a little, close, like in New Mexico or? all over the world. Well, yeah, yeah. A lot of my people that I matched with are from New Mexico because that's where my grandma and my grandpa were from. And then uh, I matched with a lot of people in Southern Texas because that's where my mom's side of the family is from, the Valley. Okay. Uh, Robstown, you know, all those all those towns like that. So it was pretty cool. They give you that and then they give you like um, what communities like your people are from and it, it was pretty accurate. Stuff like that. So I, I would suggest it to a lot of people. I thought it was cool to learn pretty, stuff like that. It is pretty neat. Let's take a little break right here so we can see uh, and we can hear ourselves. Sorry guys for people listening. Uh, we gotta make sure we're we're having technical difficulties on my end, so I just wanna make sure that it's the first working. first episode. This is this is the pilot, what they call it. Pilot. Make sure we can hear each other. <laughs> 